Hi, guys, and welcome back to the Here For It podcast. I am your host, Adrian Gray, and I am super excited to be back for episode number two. Now, originally, I was going to have a guest on this week, but I figured we have some more foundation to lay. And I'm, as I'm really carving out the flow of this podcast, I just feel like we need another solo, another solo dolo. So let's get into it. We're going to start off with the golf portion of this podcast. And I want you guys to know that everything, all the basics that I'm laying out for you, there's a method to the madness and it is all strategy to get your husband to do what you want him to do. Okay. So as we learn these skills, whether you're a joiner or you're a widow, whichever path you choose, these skills are going to help you. I really want to write a book about the art of negotiation, especially in relationships. I feel I have always been super strong in this area. So I think some of these tools that we learn here each week will be super helpful for you to be implementing at home. So we're going to start off by talking about the top five golfers of all time. Now, this is important because I want you guys to impress your man. And when we impress our man, we get what we want. You know what I mean? That's what this is all about. All right, we're going to talk about the top five golfers of all time. And this is not going to be in any specific order, but I think you guys are going to recognize the number five. One, Jack Nicholas. Two, Arnold Palmer. Three, Ben Hogan. Four, Walter Hagen. And five, Mr. Tiger Woods himself. I knew you girlies were going to know that one. This is important because I'm trying to lay some factoids out for you guys. And your man is going to be like, excuse me, what? Sure, babe. Here's the credit card. Go to Target. You may recognize the name Arnold Palmer. It is that golfer's drink. It's half unsweetened iced tea and half lemonade. That is probably one of the most recognized names in golf. And that is something that a lot of clubs name things after. So you probably have recognized that name. All right, enough factoids. What I want to get into first is in the arena of card girls. All right, so if you guys are new here and you don't know much about golf, there is a cart girl. Full title for a cart girl is beverage cart attendant. Now, when I think of beverage cart girls, I think, why did I not do this? What was I doing with my entire life? that nobody suggested that this was a good job for me. You know, it paid more than my first government contracting job out of college. So what was I doing? If I would have just been a car girl, I could have lived out my dreams. You know, I wouldn't have to be on Lexapro. My dopamine would be so high and I would have so much vitamin D absorption. See, I'm a little too conservative to be a stripper, but I am all for exploiting my looks for money. I'm going to be the first to admit it. I am down to use my likeness to get tips in a man. Honestly, wow. Probably a lot of you are not going to like what I have to say about that. But one thing I'm not going to do is make this a place where I lie. Lie to you guys. Because we're besties. So I'm creating a safe space here for me to say whatever I want, just as if you and I were hanging out and you said whatever you want. This is a safe space and we won't be lying. You know, and there will come a time where I can't use my looks to negotiate. So better do it while I can, you know? Right, so moving on to the daily life segment. So where we left off, it was kind of a crazy week. The kids brought home the plague. I was sick, phlegm everywhere. And now we're sort of moving on. We're moving into the clear just a little bit. 
moving to the other side. You know, we're on the mend, but I just really, it is just some, it is coming and coming. And I can't take it anymore. I'm super ready to just be like, you know what? Let's just homeschool. I can't take it anymore. Sickness. And I'm not even going to edit that cough out because it's just this reality. This is not fake. And sickness after sickness, I just can't do it anymore. I can't take it. I'm willing to just roll the dice with homeschool and see what happens. As long as we can stay healthy for a little bit. You know, that's all really I care about because I can't take it much more. It's depressing. It's really, truly depressing. All right. So I am going to try to hit the mics this week. I'm going to try to get some sets in with my restructured jokes and see if anybody will laugh. Um, I'm using this really just to feel out the audience, get some practice in and, you know, network, meet some other comics out there. It's been really fun. It's been really, really fun. The thing that's super exciting is I'm celebrating one week free of Starbucks. And listen, I'm really proud of myself. I've been, as I told you guys, I've been trying to quit Starbucks now for a while now for a few reasons. Excuse me, they're personal. Right now, they're personal. If I feel like sharing, then I will. You know, the one thing that's really getting to me the hardest part is the egg white bites. Because, you know, outside of the iced coffee, the egg white bites are really what honestly fueled me for months and months and months. Every single day, egg white bites for breakfast. I'm not proud to say it. But I'm being honest and I'm not going to lie here on the podcast. Not going to lie. So I've been rocking it at home, making my iced coffee and loving it. And if you really want to know what I'm doing, I'm doing the iced coffee and then I put coconut milk in it. It's wonderful. It's been doing the job. And I'm very proud of myself. You know, this was also a negotiating factor. Stop doing Starbucks and maybe I get some other things in life, you know? I know it may seem like a very hard thing to stop doing, but it's honestly not. It's really not. If we want to do a whole segment on how to quit Starbucks, I have in-depth instructions on how to do that. Or maybe you don't want to. Maybe that's not something of interest to you. Just let me know this week. You guys write me, DM me, email me, whatever you want to do. If you're out there, you need help. You let me know and I got you, girl. Because we're besties and I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let the addiction get to you if you feel like you need help because I've been there. The daily life is going to kind of shift now into the hot guy segment as we are coming up on a bachelor trip in the gray house. And this is something I really want to talk about at length with you guys. This is something that impacts us every year, multiple times a year. All right. Before I go fully into this topic with you guys, I want to let you know that the bachelor trips actually reinvent themselves and come back in another life as golf trips. So really, it's something that's always going to be there. They're called bachelor trips at first. They just end up being the golf trips. And so they're here for life. They're not going anywhere. So let's get into it. So this is what happens. Dave gets engaged and then the boys create a group chat. Oh my God, Dave, so excited for you. And then Matt comes in and he goes, so where are we going? Now, if your man is in his thirties, he says, where are we going on the golf trip? Pinehurst. If you're in your twenties, it's where are we going? Vegas. Two very different things. Sometimes they throw in like a Panama city and an Atlantic city to be different, but 
one of the trips we really have to worry about and the other one, not so bad. Still annoying, but definitely type one, the bachelor trips in your 20s, we have got to worry about that. The classic hot guy is going to wait till we're ovulating and we're in a great mood. We're looking good. We're feeling hot. We're having sex. And they're going to say the boys are going on a bachelor trip on April 9th. Now, April 9th is six to nine months away from this actual moment, but they ask anyway. And since we're all caught up and feeling good and looking good and doing it, we say, yeah, sure, of course. Now, here's 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 where it shifts. It becomes silent and we don't hear about Dave's bachelor party till two two weeks before. Because men don't put it on the shared calendar. They don't say anything. And then all of a sudden we're two weeks out in the luteal phase and they say, oh my gosh, I got to start packing. And we're like, packing for what? They say Dave's bachelor party. Remember April 9th, I asked you seven months ago and you're like, you motherfucker. Why didn't you put it on the calendar? You knew I was in my Delulu phase where I was obsessed with you and nothing could stop it. So here we are two weeks out. Now we got to start preparing because we know we're solo with the kids. Or if you don't have kids, you know, you're going to be worrying. And maybe there's no reason to worry. Your man's great. Honestly, I'm not saying that we should be worrying about them doing weird things. But it's just, it's always going to come at that time where we didn't see it coming because it wasn't on the shared calendar. And how hard is it? How hard is it to put it on the calendar? Throw it up there. All right, so I want to just, I want to break down the trips. So when you're in your 20s and it's that bachelor trip, you know, it's disgusting. You know, we're worried about strippers. You know, they're um, going to gross venues, disgusting pools. And likely when they come home, they're going to need some sort of antibiotic. Uh, just from being in a disgusting place. You know, some type of infection. You know, and the, and the second type is that golf trip, right? That golf bachelor trip for the men in their 30s. And it's equally as annoying, but they are really just old and tired and slow. They're older, tired, and slow. So we're not worried about any of the disgusting things from before. You know, they're just getting drunk on the greens, not answering texts because they are just sun poisoned, right? And they're going to bed and they're all very particular. You know, men are so funny. They're very particular in the golf trip stage because they're like, oh no, we don't want to share a room like you would at a normal bachelor party in your 20s. They all want their own individual room. And I can't understand why. All of you guys snore and you're on CPAP machines. Why are you being so particular? So I would love to go somewhere and get the best sleep of my life. They're just a bunch of babies, all right? The golf trip guys, they honestly, they're innocent. They're just going to get those flags for their golf bags, some cups, you know, some, you know, memorabilia about each, you know, course that they're on. And I'm not really too concerned. What I want you to know is that regardless of what trip they're on, you know, three days coming home, they're going to be worthless. You know, they are not going to be helpful. So calculate that when you do say yes, you need to start thinking about, okay, it's not just that portion of the trip. It's three days after because they won't be helping. They won't be doing anything. Probably gonna be sick. I just want you guys to remember if you let him go on these golf trips, I, I, I just encourage you to trade the girls trips for golf trips. Get it in. Do your negotiations because it's only fair. And it doesn't have to be a world where we're just saying yes. I want to get into the green screens segment of this podcast because listen, 
you know, right now we're on love is blind on this podcast. We're really zoning in on it. And I just have so much to say. And you guys remember last week, I told you we're not reading spoilers. And I think that became very obvious to you guys when you started watching this week, because you realized everything that I said in the last episode, we're, we're 360 from there. I mean, we couldn't be farther away from anything that I was saying. I originally invited Kenneth on the podcast with Brittany and I said, you're going to make my whole life. Listen, they're no longer invited on the podcast. You know, great people as individuals, but uh, I don't need them on the podcast. After I saw what I saw this week, we're good. Them nothing but the best, but you know, it didn't go in the direction where I thought. I did not see it coming. It's so interesting because when they were on the boat, Kenneth could not be bothered. Brittany was out. She was out and she was looking good and everything like that and touching him and everything. And he was just like, not interested. You couldn't read it a mile away. Now, he is a great person, but I could tell he just, he didn't give a fuck. Now, we got to see Kenneth and Brittany when they got back home. And I was starting to get the red flags because he was pressed on his phone. It's such an interesting element that they add that into the show that they actually give them their phones while filming still. Because I would think... No, because they're going to go on the Internet and see all their other matches and see everyone else. And honestly, like, I feel like it takes away from the experience to an extent. I understand that they're trying to put them into the real world and, you know, film that. But Homeboy was glued to that phone. I mean, every conversation. And again, that might be how it is in real life. But it's almost like he didn't give a fuck. The cameras are there. He was like, Brittany, I don't give a fuck that you're in this room with me. And I don't care about those cameras. So I was a little disappointed, but you know what? I think they had the most mature conversation. I think from day one, their communication is just something that everyone should strive for. Clear, consistent, and they were both very, very mature. So as they were ending things, I could tell Brittany was far more distraught. Kenneth was like, I'm going to be all right. And so are you, honey. But Brittany was really distraught. I I could feel what she put into that. And Kenneth said, we're going to be good, girl. God's got us. So props to them for just maturely ending things. It's a hard thing to do, especially when the world is watching and you invested everything into this, but good for them. You know, maybe some of the other couples should look towards their example, to say the very least. Now, Clay and AD, it's a very interesting dynamic. There are moments where I'm like, Clay, you are being vulnerable. I am so proud of this progress you're making. And then other times I want to smack him. She is definitely trying. Makes it known multiple times that he is paranoid that he's going to cheat. Now, he he names some people that he looks up to in the entertainment world and so on and so forth. But the bottom line for him, the biggest thing for him is that he feels like, I don't know if one woman's good enough for me. And it's twofold. One, like, thank you for saying that because nobody else in the room would say that. So we do appreciate and respect you for that. But also weird, you know, also... What are you doing then? What are you doing on Love is Blind? So I feel that he wants it, but it'll just be interesting to see how it plays out. You know, um, I think he's really fighting that internal battle. And I don't know what kind of business he does, but I know that he keeps talking about how he's staying at a lake house or something for work. I don't really know. My take on that is, listen, if you're my man, you're coming home. And if you don't want to come home, I'm going to make you come home. Because I'm going to negotiate. But listen, I don't know the details of that. 
but I would just like to know. How about we talk about that? So we're all not out here thinking you're weird. You know, I'm really excited to talk about Amy and her man. All right, because he's a funny guy. He's that guy, man. You know, they're in a really good place. I believe that they will go the distance. I truly do. But this is so funny to me, you know, classic hot guy with the birth control thing. You know, like, I didn't know that a woman could not be on birth control. Oh, so you really didn't know that there's other forms? Also, you really didn't. I love these men out here just thinking you could breathe in our direction and we're pregnant. I'm just shocked. It is a science. It is a literal science. And most of you guys who are moms out there, you know, we are trapped. I mean, we have a whole system when we are trying to get pregnant. And you really think that just any second you're making out, she's going to be pregnant. It's just so funny to me. And it's also just like, I don't know why they bring up vasectomy. Why are you getting so crazy? That is a crazy thing to say. There are so many ways to not get pregnant without going on birth control. And this isn't going to be a podcast where I need to break those down. But if that's something you guys want to hear about, then I will lecture on it all day. But I can tell you, I have not been on birth control and I am 35 years old. So I think it's going to be all right. Learning about your body, other options. No one needs to get a vasectomy and no one needs to take birth control. If they don't want to. Here's the deal. I did not mean to pop off on you guys. I did not mean to stir controversy to get anyone mad at me. But it's just a funny thing. The, the obsession with her being on birth control. I have to get them a new wardrobe every year. What are you talking about? Guess what? For the first three years, they wear little um, unitard things that you probably have to throw out because they poop on themselves. So it's just so dramatic, you know? He's so pressed on like retiring early and like all that stuff. And I love how he's, you know, talking to her about, I want to live as frugally as possible. And she's like, yeah, babe, we can do that. But she's not. No woman is going to. So I just love how all these men have this, like, they all do this, you know, when we get in a relationship, they're like, so, you know, I want to, sorry. No. Um, sorry, no. And I don't know how else to say it. I really don't. But when I meet another woman out there who is okay with the frugality of full acceptance right off the bat, then that's great. But I know every woman out there is thinking, okay, we'll see. You know, we'll see. It's just a man can't come in being like, these are all the rules and you better follow. These are conversations. Okay. I'm not saying spend all this money. I'm saying these are just conversations. Don't come in here. Get your tail out and have a conversation. And here's where we move on to Laura and her man. You know, honestly, I didn't want to get to this part, but I did warn you guys last week. It was probably the one thing that I was right about. He's a little cuckoo and he's a little bit crazy. And guess what? The crazy freak flags were flying high this last drop. Okay. He's a little liar boy. He likes a little bit of lying. And you know what? I think, you know, many people like to little lie a little bit. It's thrilling. Sometimes it can feel good. But you don't want to lie to your partner. And you don't want to lie about a big thing like staying out till five in the morning at somebody you dated's house when you're in a relationship living with someone. That's a big lie that we don't want to do. No. Uh, an okay lie would be like... No, I didn't poop 
I don't know what that smell is. You know, those are fun lies. But this isn't a fun lie. It's not a fun lie at all. And he's totally in the wrong. And Laura needs to dump his ass and needs to dump it right now. I'm sick of these men just not having balls. The balls to literally just say, I'm interested in my last pick. And I want to talk to her. Because listen, if your man is interested in anyone else, let alone his last pick, that is not your man. And she deserves clarity. And we all deserve it. So I'm just sick of it. We'll see what happens, but I don't see this ending well. And on that note, we transfer into Jess and Jimmy. You know, they tease a lot in this episode that she's had a couple glasses of wine and she's saying, his exes look like me. His exes look like me. Chelsea is going off right now. She's popping off, trying to get that energy from him. Now, I can relate to Chelsea because I'm a lot. And I will push very far to get what I want. But, you know, I think there's a way to do it. You know, there is a balance to leave that wanting factor. And she is just full on trying to get it out. And I think maybe it might be a lot for him. But honestly, I feel like he's not being true with what he wants either. And I'm just like, why can't everybody be honest? You know? I think it went well meeting the friends, but man, she needs to hear I love you a lot. Um, you know, I like hearing I love you, but I'm much more I'm much more worried that she keeps wanting to hear it as reassurance because she doesn't feel that energy from him. And we're not in the room with them. We can't experience what they're experiencing, but I'm not sure this is going to stay. I definitely think they're teasing that something is coming with him and Jess. So I'm curious as to if they're going to meet in the next episode. So you guys can let me know what you think. I can't wait for the next drop. It sucks because I feel like the episodes come out two days after the podcast. So we're like a week behind all the conversation that's been happening. But we're not going to change the day. And we come out on Mondays and that's that. So I don't know what to say. That's just that's just par for the course here. All right. So we're going to get into the review aspect of this podcast. and. Each week, I do review one of my favorite items for either the golf experience as a passenger princess or a rookie. So this week, I'm going to be talking about my favorite golf glove. And after trying a lot of them out in many different scenarios, I am sticking with one brand and one brand only. And that is the G4. Now, I have literally, I have this glove in every color. What I love about this brand is they do have every color orange, yellow, red, pink, blue. I mean, literally the most beautiful colors. I don't know why I just brought these three down, but they were just the ones that were within reach. I love this glove because I've tried a lot of gloves and they kind of lose their shape very quickly. And they look kind of like a wrinkly ball sack, if I'm being honest with you guys. And these don't. They keep their shape. They're super soft and so comfortable. I'm going to put this glove on for you guys. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see if you're on Spotify, I don't know what to tell you. Maybe check out the YouTube afterwards. Okay. But it's a beautiful glove. And like I said, I've had this glove for almost a year, which is crazy because if you look at your man's glove, it is disgusting. And they last probably, I don't know, maybe like 
two months, depending on how much he's a golfer. And I play a lot. Uh, this isn't just sitting in my bag. But what I do is I have all of my favorite gloves that I rotate, okay, so that I can kind of keep them around longer. So instead of just going and getting that one glove, I will get maybe four or five that I love and it'll, they'll last me a year or two. Cause I'll just keep rotating cause they got to go with the outfit and everything. But G4 is by far my favorite glove game. Uh, I've been super happy with them from the beginning and the colors, like I said, to die for it. I love it so much. So I'll link them in my stuff, but you guys can check out their Instagram as well. They, they have beautiful, vibrant stuff. And I have a lot of their other um, pieces as well. Skirts, shirts, everything. And I love them so much. So go check them out. Go give them a follow. All right. So that's that is everything for this week. Thank you guys for being here for it. You know what I mean? Thank you guys for being here and sticking through another solo episode. I'm thinking next week I'm going to bring on a very, very special guest. And I'm super excited because one, I will finally be able to banter. I will be able to interview. I will be able to you know, feel the motions. I'll keep you guys updated if I hit any mics this week, but I hope you guys can get out there, impress your man. And listen, you want to impress your man? You're going to get what you want. This has been the Here For It podcast. And thank you guys so much. I'll see you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye. Get on my